Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> unconstitutional vaccine mandate for private sector employers pending the outcome of litigation by the Daily Wire and others. This is huge news for the 80 plus million American workers currently being asked to choose between their livelihoods and their bodily autonomy. It's huge news too here at the Daily Wire. We were the first in the nation to file suit against the administration for this tyrannical overreach and just this week all of the cases filed around the country were consolidated into our court, the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals. That puts the Daily Wire at the forefront of the fight against Joe Biden's assault on our businesses, our bodies, and our private health decisions. But here's the thing. This victory won't mean anything to American workers unless businesses nationwide also stop enforcing and implementing the mandate. If you run a business and you've spent the last few weeks preparing to go along with the Biden plan, I get it. The government has brought enormous pressure to bear, and the fines that they're threatening for noncompliance are staggering. They could break any company. But here's the thing. Unless you're a government contractor or, or subject to the healthcare worker vax requirement or some other local or state policy, none of that is actually in play at the moment. Until the Sixth Circuit or the Supreme Court rules otherwise, the OSHA mandate is now off. No vaccine requirement, no testing requirement, no masks, no fines, nothing. You don't have to do anything. So don't. Don't do the dirty work for the government. Well, at least that's a step in the right direction. On November 12, 2021, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit granted a motion to stay OSHA's COVID-19 vaccination and testing emergency temporary standard. Uh, published on November 5, 2021, an update on OSHA's website says, according to court order, OSHA is to take no steps to implement or enforce the mandate until further court order. While OSHA remains confident in its authority to protect workers in emergencies, OSHA has suspended activities related to the implementation and enforcement of the ETS pending future developments in the litigation. Ben Shapiro, owner of the Daily Wire, took action immediately upon OSHA making their announcement that they were going to have any company with 100 or more employees basically force vaccinate your workforce. Otherwise, they're out on the breadline. Uh, ben Shapiro is not an anti-vaxxer. In case you do not know, he is vaccinated. His family is vaccinated. He is a lawyer. He is a constitutionalist. And he knows this is government overreach. So he's going to defend it with everything that he has. He's already explained the amount of money that he's going to have to put into it to make sure that legally... They are protecting yours, mine, everybody's constitutional freedoms. I don't think in my lifetime, and I would venture to say people that are even much older than me, in their lifetimes, they have ever seen our government do what they are currently doing. I mean, they are truly overstepping their boundaries and roles in the government. They are definitely overreaching. They're acting as a dictatorship. They're trying to force vaccinate everybody. The real question is why? And we've all been wondering why. Why the push for a vaccine that is 
for better or worse, I keep saying it gives you limited protection. Uh, I watched a special with Glenn Beck last night. He probably says it better than I do. Uh, it's more of a therapeutic than it is a vaccination because I've been complaining saying, you know, vaccines, far as I know in my lifetime, you take one and done. You have immunity to it beyond that point. Maybe chicken pox, you got to do two rounds and then you have a full immunity to it and you don't get it. You can't contract it. You can't spread it. It's over. Well, Yes, a therapeutic is something that you're going to continuously have to take, which is what it looks like is going on with this supposed vaccine. Because you t- at first it was you take two, then it went from two to a booster, and then Israel saying possibly a fourth booster. And then there was a report that came out that Dr. Fauci is now saying, and I quote, I believe it is extremely important for people to get boosters, and I am hoping very soon we will see a situation where there won't be any confusion about who should and who should not get boosters. He went on to say, in my opinion, boosters are ultimately going to become a part of the standard regimen and not just a bonus. So you can look at that two ways. One, it is now went from a two-shot process to a three-shot process, or the way I'm viewing it, they're saying it's going to become part of a regimen. To me, a regimen is something that you consistently do. So I'm going to assume from what I heard there that potentially he's talking about doing boosters and getting that little boost every six months or every year. So you're going to be taking these shots for the rest of your natural life. So going back to the question of why and going back to the Glenn Beck special that I watched, Glenn Beck and his team have been working on this, I believe in the special he said for the last 600 days. So they've been digging deep into this to try to figure out what is going on, find all the missing pieces. A lot of us know that you're not allowed to ask questions. That's For sure. You're not allowed to challenge the government. You can't challenge the vaccines. You can't have any negative uh, opinions about any of it. Otherwise, you get canceled or people look at you and say you're a loon. You're not allowed to know anything. You can't ask anything. You know, they don't want to be as crystal clear as they can about side effects. Side effects. Think about every drug commercial you see on TV. It is mandated that they tell you All the potential side effects that you can get from that drug, from using that drug. And I know if you've watched the commercials like I have, some of them, I mean, you're better off without taking it. Because it'll tell you it can lead up to death, serious complications, you could get paralyzed, you could get brain aneurysms, you could have stomach bleeding and ulcers. And it's like, okay, I'd rather just deal with the little ache that I got than take that. So why doesn't the same thing apply to these vaccines? Why aren't they completely transparent and they tell you the potential side effects? You don't get a list of side effects. Then another question we all had, since you're not allowed to ask them and nobody's answering them, Glenn Beck did a fantastic job on on, uh, his show last night. But another question was, You know, why can't you sue these companies if something bad happens? And I know they'd like to turn around and say, well, they did that for protection for the drug companies because they're trying to help during a pandemic and they don't want to have all these people coming after them if there's, you know, these small side effects that may or may not happen. 
Well, the reality of the situation is Glenn Beck uncovered that as far as the company Moderna goes, the government owns half. (laughs) And there it is. They don't want to be sued. They don't want to lose any money. If you remember, in previous episodes, I told you there's really only two reasons that they would push these vaccines the way that they are. Number one was control, which I still believe plays a big role in what is going on. Number two was money. I've also said to you that if you get anything for free, because there is nothing for free in this world. If you get it for free, it is because you are the product. Well, all of this now makes perfect sense. We are the product. The government is making money off of injecting all of us. Hence why they want to make sure as many of us get it as humanly possible. And they are trying to control what we do. They want you to get the shot to make money. And in doing that, they're going to control the narrative. They're going to control the entire situation and force you to get it so that they can make money. I mean, this, I can't say enough times how important this special was. If you are not a member of the Blaze, believe me, I have no ties to Glenn Beck. I do not know Glenn Beck. I've never even spoken to him once. Even if he has put something on social media and I've responded, he's never even responded, liked, done anything whatsoever. So I get nothing out of this. But he does give you a ton of really good information. And he doesn't just tell you. He also goes on his website and every document that they uncovered over the course of the last year and a half or two years, he makes it downloadable so you can take it for yourself. You can read it for yourself. You can see it for yourself. You get to see exactly what he sees. So he's not hiding anything. If you get a chance, check him out on the blaze. I think there's a subscription Uh, it's very low. If you do it monthly, it's something like 10 bucks a month. And then, uh, I think there's a option to pay for the whole year. And if you put a certain code in, you get a discount for paying for the whole year up front, but lots of great information there, especially if you want to learn more and know more, he's a pretty good source going deeper into what he talked about yesterday. I mean, it was alarming and you see why Fauci's still doing what he's doing. I mean, Fauci is the guy Fauci Looking at all the documents uncovered, Fauci was more concerned with protecting himself and his legacy. He was more concerned with you not finding out that they were still doing gain-of-function research in the Wuhan lab than he was about you and your family and your personal life. He doesn't care that they shut you down. He doesn't care that all these mandates. He doesn't care that you lost loved ones because it was about protecting himself. He thought of himself first and all of you basically all the globe, really, secondary. In there, I mean, it's undeniable. The outbreak didn't start in December when we were all alerted to it and we all started hearing whispers of it across the pond and we're going, oh, what's going on over there? And oh my God, they're having an outbreak. Okay, it started way before that. You're talking September. they, They started having outbreak issues over there. They just got to a point where they couldn't contain it and couldn't hide it anymore. So they had to alert the WHO in December. And then you know what happened since then. Big part of this, again, was all about deception. It was about protecting the government. It's about protecting Fauci. It's about protecting all of the elites. And it didn't matter what happened to all of us. 
it was a lab leak. That's not really contested anymore. It's kind of mainstream now that we all know it was a lab leak. It didn't come from an animal. And they're doing what they're doing right now for financial gain. So these mandates that are unconstitutional need to be stopped. I'm not going to be somebody's guinea pig. I'm not going to be somebody that you're going to inject for your profit when you know that this therapeutic gives me limited protection at best. You know, the pandemic in general, shouldn't it be over by now? How many therapeutics do we actually have? I mean, hell, Pfizer right now is applying uh, for emergency use of that pill, and the government's talking about buying 10 million of them that'll reduce hospitalizations by up to 90%. How many therapeutics do we have to have until... This is over. And everybody's colluding together on this. They're not going to give you an answer on that because they want to keep pushing it. Why? Because they're making money and they're controlling you. The CDC. There were some questions asked to the CDC about natural immunity. Natural immunity, it's the most amazing thing. It's like it doesn't exist to these people. They don't want to talk about it. They're not giving you any insight on it. They're not giving you any studies that they have on it. Any study that you find, it's done by independent labs somewhere else in the world. But the CDC is not doing it themselves. Well, they were asked, what about people that have had COVID that have natural immunity? Well, Come to find out that the CDC says that they have no recorded data of anybody who has actually gotten COVID-19 and has natural antibodies from it spreading the virus. (laughs) None. Uh, This is insane how we are being lied to and manipulated by our government. It's insane. So if you've had COVID, don't get the vaccination. If you can't spread it, you're bulletproof. You're not going to give it to somebody else and you certainly aren't going to get it. It's simply amazing. Now you know why they're pushing so hard. There's been studies that have come out from different laboratories and I've read some of them to you in the past that if you have natural antibodies and you actually go get the vaccine, it destroys your natural antibodies. So now you become a carrier and spreader again of the virus. Well, if I was making a lot of money, and I mean a lot of money, you got to think global now. We're shipping millions of doses of this all over the world. Hundreds of millions of doses. I'm going to want this thing to spread like wildfire nonstop. Until I can get everybody vaccinated. Because I'm going to make a pile of cash. And that's exactly what's happening. COVID is over. COVID's been over. Everything that's happening right now is them fighting to retain whatever control they think they have. These mandates are unconstitutional. I look forward to it. I'm sure it's going to go all the way to the Supreme Court. If there is any justice left in the United States, if our court system is still functioning where we can trust it, it will strike it down. OSHA has no business making this type of mandate. They are overstepping what their purpose is. They should not be allowed to do it. It shouldn't happen, but we'll see. If our court is still functioning as it should, they'll strike it down and all of us can breathe a sigh of relief 
and know that we're not going to have to lose our jobs. Here in Florida, I'm a little more fortunate. Ron DeSantis, and he's such a troll, man. <laughs> He, that man is that man's just dumb in a good way. <laughs> he he's going to sign some legislation that was passed in our state that you cannot fire somebody for not being vaccinated. You have to accept religious and medical exemptions. You can't just say we're not taking them. You have to be able to accept those. And then last but not least. You, the employer, are going to have to pay for the weekly testing if that's something you put in place that if you're not going to get vaccinated, you got to be weekly tested so it's not harming the our, us, the people's pocketbooks. We're not the ones getting impacted by it, and companies are going to get real tired of paying real fast. So I'm sure a lot of them are going to accept exemptions and maybe tell you to do something like wear a mask at work or whatever. But Mr. DeSantis is going to sign these bills in a little town here in Florida called Brandon. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> I can't imagine why why he chose that particular location. I love that man. Ooh, all right. That COVID, the COVID special, honestly, check it out. Glenn Beck, theblaze.com. Like I said, I have no affiliation with them whatsoever. I get no money from that. Uh, no, no, nothing like that. It's just uh, very good information that I think everybody should have. Doesn't matter who it comes from. So, Mr. Biden, his poll numbers are looking really, really hot right now. I mean, he's doing a great job. Everybody thinks he's just a wonderful guy or not so much. And by not so much, the majority, 51% of people, believe that the president is untrustworthy versus only 43% that think he can be trusted. More than that, 51% think Biden is dishonest. Big shocker there. And only 44% believe that he tells the truth. Uh, Biden, a majority of people, 52%, believe Biden breaks his promises with only 39% alleging that he actually keeps his promises. 56% of people think Biden is weak. 38% say he is a strong leader, which is a joke. I'd like to know what 38% that is. Strong leader that can't walk upstairs, can't speak right, doesn't know where he is, fumbles his words around. Uh, half the time he's staring into the, the camera and it looks like he's glazed over. I, give me a break. Okay. Now, uh, and <laughs> uh, as far as people believing that he uh, is capable of leading the country, 53% of people say he is not. 41% say that he is, and a majority of people also say that 60% Biden is not energetic to 34% that say he is energetic. I would like to see how they came to that conclusion that Biden has any energy because most days he looks like he either just woke up from a nap or he is about to go take one. Another stupid thing in the news, and this one's just dumb because it's just dumb, Elizabeth Warren thinks that you and me are dumb uh, all day, every day, apparently, when it comes to gas prices. I really like this one. This one is, uh, yeah, like I said, it's just dumb. This week on MSNBC, Elizabeth Warren was talking about inflation. She says that gas prices are not up because of inflation. Gas prices are up because of price gouging. Oh my God, how could these people, who is voting these people in? How could she straight-faced make a 
comment like that and not just think to herself, people know I'm lying and I'm an idiot. I, I, just, I don't even know how they get in office. But regardless, she's claiming that it says nothing to do with inflation and gas prices are only up because every single gas station and gas company in the United States are just price gouging you. I guess she missed the memo where Joe Biden stopped all of our drilling fracking and shut down one of our pipelines, and he's considering shutting down pipeline number five, which would be devastating for the middle of the country. Uh, I guess her not understanding how that works, that since we're producing less oil, OPEC can raise the price to whatever they want for a barrel of oil. I mean, hell, it was only, what, a few weeks ago that Mr. Biden was over there begging OPEC to please lower their prices to get the gas price down. I said that all he's got to do is with a stroke of a pen, reverse his order and let us start fracking and drilling and open the pipeline back up and your gas prices in a couple months would go all the way back down to pre-Biden administration levels. What I mean by that is when Trump, when we were energy independent and we were drilling and doing our own thing and gas was what? At least here in South Florida, it was like $1.70 a gallon for regular gas. Yeah, now we're paying $3.35 a gallon for regular gas. They're doing everything they can to deflect and not show their failures and poor decision-making that is messing up all of us in the United States. I'm going to end it there. I want to play something for you, and I'm going to go out on this audio. Uh, so if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. If you'd like to follow me, uh, Twitter at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. Gab, I'm at The Real Little Joe. Parlor, I'm at The Real Little Joe. Cloud Hub, I believe I'm at the, no, I think I'm at Little Joe CC. It doesn't matter. You'll find me. Um, and if you'd like to reach out to me, littlejocc.com, go to the contact section. You can leave me a message. But I wanted to play, again, I know I've played this for you prior uh, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, maybe you haven't heard it, maybe you have, but Ronald Reagan, man, our forefathers were geniuses. Even a man like Ronald Reagan, he knew what time it was and he explained it to the people. I wanted to play you just a short audio, it's, I think it's about three minutes long, uh, of him on inflation. So have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy your Friday. We will do it again on Tuesday. Here is Mr. Ronald Reagan. Riddle. When is a tax not a tax? Answer, when it's inflation. I'll be right back. I know it's a cliche, and we've all heard it and said it ourselves, that inflation is the cruelest kind of tax, hitting hard as those who can least afford it. I wonder, though, if we really understand that inflation is, in fact, a tax increase, a way government can raise more revenue without raising the rates. Take capital gains. Now, this is the profit you make if something you bought a while back has become more valuable and you sell it for more than you paid for it. This can be a farm, a home, a lot you were going to build on and didn't, that old car that suddenly became valuable to a collector, or stock you bought. But what if your increased sale price is an increase in dollars that aren't worth as much as they were when you bought it? If you sell your home for twice what it cost, but all homes are now worth twice what they cost because the present dollar is worth only 50 cents, 
and you haven't made any profit. But the tax collector says you have. If you paid $20,000 and sell for $40,000, he says you've made $20,000 upon which you must pay a tax, even though $40,000 today will only buy what $20,000 bought at the time of purchase. The answer is very simple, but not too many politicians are going to suggest it. The sales price should be computed in constant dollars, meaning the dollars should be valued at their purchasing power now compared to their purchasing power when you first acquire the property. Let's turn to your paycheck, because here's where the government really profits from inflation. We have a progressive income tax. As your income increases, you find the government takes a higher percentage, say, of the second $10,000 you earn than of the first. Now, let's say you get a raise simply to keep even with the increased cost of living, to make you able to buy what you could before the raise. But you can't. For that increase in the number of dollars puts you into a higher tax bracket. The government takes a greater share of those new dollars, and suddenly you find you haven't kept up with inflation. After taxes, you're worse off than you were before the raise. Nine times out of ten, though, you blame high prices, not your taxes. Now, let's take an actual example. The man who earned $10,000 a year in 1966 earns, if he's the average, $15,000 today. That $5,000 increase is a little more than the increased cost of living. Actually, $3,800 of his raise is eaten up by inflation. Still, he should be $1,200 better off than he was in 1966. But not after taxes. At $15,000, he's in a higher tax bracket. The government takes the $1,200 plus $159 more, making him $159 worse off than he was in 1966. Now, there's an answer, a very simple one, a proposal by Senator James Buckley of New York, which has been greeted with thunderous silence by his liberal colleagues. He proposes what is called indexing the progressive tax brackets so as to reflect the lowered purchasing power of the dollar. In other words, you would move up to a higher tax bracket only to the extent that your increased income exceeded the increase in the cost of living. In the example I just gave, that $10,000 a year man would stay in the same tax bracket for $3,800 of his $5,000 raise and would only pay an increased rate on the $1,200 if that moved him into a new bracket. Congress is very busy talking tax reform. Now's the time for you to start those cards and letters. If government suffered the same pain from inflation that you do, instead of making a profit on it, they'd do something about it. This is Ronald Reagan. Thanks for listening.